Welcome to Online Marketing for Pilates Teachers, the podcast where we believe that the positive impact you're having on the world is everything, and life is way too short not to make a living doing what you love. I'm your host, Pilates teacher and business coach, Stephanie Benton, and you can think of me as your empathetic yet tough love business bestie you never knew you always wanted. Ready? Let's do this. Hey, welcome back. This week, we're going to be diving into a hot button topic, and you know that I'm never afraid to go to these places as far as the conversations that we have. But what we're going to talk about is how you can keep your clients engaged and connected to you and your brand and your business as they're going through hard times. Because at the time of this recording, there have been conversations about a looming recession. And though I'm not going to get political at all on this episode, what I want to talk to you about is how you can think of things a little bit differently as we're moving through this next potentially difficult chapter. I mean, again, we're not 100% sure if this is going to happen or not. But just like when March 2020 happened, we were not super prepared. So I want to have a conversation that is just very open and honest with you so that you can be prepared to navigate more difficult times as they are coming. And the one thing that I, before I really dive into this episode, the one thing that I want to really instill in you and hope that you remember always is that the best way to be successful in business is to be resourceful and to look for solutions to problems that come up in your business. So if you're going to have a mindset of, woe is me, everything's going wrong, nothing's working for me, nothing's turning out the way that I want it to, not just in business, but in life in general, you're going to have a really hard time pivoting when things do get hard. We live in a world of ups and downs and it's essentially a roller coaster at all times. And I know from my own experience that, you know, ups and downs are a very normal part of running a business. And even though it seems like or feels like a lot of things have been going wrong the last couple of years, there have been a lot of really amazing things that have come out of the challenges and the strifes that we've faced, especially as a community, as Pilates teachers. We've gotten better with our boundaries. We've started charging more for our services. We've created more freedom in our business by teaching online, by having location freedom. So there's been a lot of really positive things that have come out. You might not be making more money at the end of the day than you were making in 2019, let's say, and maybe you are, you know? So there, I've had a lot of clients that are making more money now. So it's just the world is going to ebb and flow And it's up to us to be that beacon of light for our clients if we want to keep our business afloat, right? Because at the end of the day, we're in a service business and you're going to lose clients. They're going to turn over. It's very normal for that to happen. And in challenging times, it might happen more frequently than not. But I want to have a conversation because I have three kind of I guess they're tips or things for you to keep in mind as we are navigating difficult times. And this is for you and for your mindset around running your business. So the first thing that I want to talk about 
in regards to keeping your clients connected to you in hard times is not to make assumptions about what clients might do in the future, right? So we don't want to assume that just because there is a pending recession, maybe, I don't know, I I don't follow all of the financial literature or anything, but you don't want to assume that your clients might leave you or might not be able to afford your services and then proactively start discounting your services and all of that. You don't want to assume that they can't afford your services with this potential looming recession. And you don't want to assume that they might leave you or they might stop coming in or they might not do something, right? And you also don't want to assume that if you do end up losing clients, if they do end up canceling for this, that, or the other reason, that it has anything to do with you as a teacher, I have had so many conversations with Pilates teachers that wrap up their own self-worth with their clients. And this is a big, big, big deal. You cannot tie your own self-worth as a person, as a Pilates teacher, as a skilled individual to somebody canceling or somebody saying no to your services when you're marketing and promoting or having a conversation with somebody about working with you and they decide not to buy, right? And so this is a lot easier said than done. I understand that. And I've struggled with this myself because I have identified myself as many different things in my life in different phases. And so when I was identifying myself specifically as a Pilates teacher, it would really hurt when I had a client that would stop coming in or would complain about something. I took everything very, very personally. And as I've stepped into a role of mentor and can kind of see things in a broader stroke, can see things more from the higher, like a higher level, I understand that the decisions that clients make have absolutely nothing to do with me as a person. And it has nothing to do with who I am or the skills that I have or whether I'm a nice person or not a nice person or anything like that. And so it's the same for you too. So as you're reading news headlines and listening to things, I don't want you to be afraid. I do not want you to go into panic mode, go into scarcity mode, go into fight or flight mode. At the end of the day, what you really need is to trust yourself, to believe in yourself and to double down on the quality that you are providing for your clients. And so that kind of leads me into the second thing, because what we really need to understand is even though we know down to our core that movement, Pilates, exercise are essential for people's health and well-being, most clients look at it still at this point as a luxury. So What's the first thing that tends to go in people's budgets when money gets difficult? It is Pilates. It is their gym membership. It's, you know, all of the things that they are spending on health related. And that is a very unfortunate thing at this point in our society. Of of course, I think you should be talking in your marketing materials about how it's not a luxury and how it is essential. But this just the way of the world that we live in right now. So 
instead of thinking, oh, I'm going to lose all of these clients if the if a recession happens and I'm going to have to start charging, you know, $10 for my classes again and really undervaluing yourself, I want you to go into this thinking, how can I create a better experience to keep my clients engaged with me even in these difficult times? How can I create a more luxurious experience for them? And I'm not talking about having, I don't know, really expensive things that cost you a lot of money, but there are things that you can add to the experience of your clients or your members if you're a studio or your clients in your online classes that are gonna give them a better experience. Uh, One example that I can think of is the gym that my husband has been working at for the last couple years. They do a ice cold eucalyptus towel at the end of all of their workouts for their clients. Now for them, this really doesn't cost a lot of money. They just buy some towels, the little white like square washcloth towels, and they have a freezer and they just put the, oh no, it's a refrigerator. I'm sorry. So they're not frozen, but they're just ice cold. So they put them in the refrigerator and they just sprinkle a little eucalyptus into the water. Then they soak them in, roll them, and then have them on a tray. And they just pass those out to clients at the end of the class. That is something that I personally have never seen any other gym do. And he's worked at a couple different locations of the franchise that he works for, where he's been the one to implement that policy. He's brought that that didn't exist before, even in those franchise settings. And so that's one thing that clients are always like, oh my God, this is amazing. They're high intensity workouts. So by the end of them, they're sweaty, they're hot. We live in North Carolina, so it's humid outside. And so that ice cold towel is just this really low cost way for them as a gym to provide this extra luxurious experience for their clients. So that's just one example. Of course, you could think of probably a lot of other ways that you could implement something that's gonna make the experience of working with you even better, that's gonna give it that memorable quality that cannot be beat by your competitors. And then the other thing to think about is how can you position your offer or your yourself as a business apart from your competition so that you become more in demand in these times? And positioning comes down to a short, quick statement about what you offer that's different than what other people offer. It's not a statement of, you know, I'm better than this studio because I do this and they are terrible at that, right? It is just a statement of, you know, luxurious workout experience or something to that effect that sets you apart from your competitors. And then into the third tip, I guess, that I have for you is to just be insanely grateful for the business that you do have right now, for the clients that are showing up right now, for the clients that have been with you for the past couple years through all the ups and downs and they stick with you. Every single day, you should be practicing gratitude for the things that you do have and shower those clients with love, praise, adoration, whatever their love languages that you can speak to them. When you make people feel really good in your presence, 
you become less of a luxury and more of a necessity. You become a part of their day that lifts them up. You become a non-negotiable. You become the self-care, right? And of course, movement itself does that. But if you're really thinking about trying to navigate through difficult times, this is one of the best pieces of advice that I have for you. And if you're operating in the online space where you can't maybe give clients an ice cold towel at the end of their workout, what are some special touches that you can add? Could you send your clients a card on their birthday or their anniversary of being a client? Or could you shout out their achievements in your group classes online? And if you're in person, how can you create better community among the clients that are coming into your studio or not? How can you give them a place where they can come and they feel like they're surrounded by friends, whether it's group classes or private classes, private sessions? And so that could look like outings or events, you know, keeping in mind your own personal like safety guidelines and the things that your clients are comfortable with, of course. But what are some ways that you can foster a sense of community with your current clients now to strengthen and tighten that bond before we head into any kind of recession that might happen in the future? And the last thing that I really want to touch on with being insanely grateful for what you do have is just how can you increase and lean into referrals more? How can you take the clients that are already loving you and happy with your services and incentivize them to refer their friends and family? And the thing that I have to talk about with referrals, and I've seen this play out even in the the studio that my husband works at, is you have to incentivize people with cash. Cash is king. It always has been, and it always will be. So if your current referral program is, you know, giving somebody a pair of socks or a $5 gift card to Starbucks or something like that for referring somebody to you, think about taking a dollar amount off of their next class package or literally giving them a $20 bill or a $5 bill or whatever it is that you can afford for referring clients. When you put money behind what it is that you want your clients will follow through a lot more than receiving a keychain or a pair of socks, et cetera. So start to think about your referral incentives and what you currently have going on and how can you take that and make that just even more impressive to your clients and just that much more to an alignment where they're excited about referring people, not just because they love you, but because they're excited about the money that they're gonna make by referring clients to you. All right, so those are the thoughts for today. And if you have anything that's worked for you in particular, I would love to hear that from you because I can put a compilation together and do another episode all about different types of referral incentives that have really worked crystal clear. But from my own experience, cash is always king. And it's also the simplest way to do it, right? You don't have to manage gift cards or do inventory or anything like that. You just take some cash off their their total package or you just hand them a $20 bill and you're good to go. So I want to just leave you with the thought that even though we are still in hard times, I mean, goodness gracious, I think we all were like 
when 2022 turned over, we were hopeful and (laughs) excited, and it just has not panned out in the way that I think we all were playing it up in our minds. Same thing happened in 2021. So my advice is to just take control and take ownership of yourself and your business and the things that you can control because there's a lot in the world that we have no control over. And how can you strengthen the ties that you have with your clients now? How can you become the luxury that they will still spend their money on? And how can you increase the referrals that you're getting from your clients in a challenging time? I hope you have a great day. I hope you found this episode incredibly valuable. And two things before you sign off. One, I am giving away an Instagram profile audit to one lucky teacher every single month who either leaves us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or who shares this episode on Instagram stories by taking a screenshot and sharing it either to Instagram or Facebook stories and tagging us at inspiredbrand.co. Every month I'll be choosing somebody to audit their Instagram profile and give you some feedback on how you can improve your marketing efforts there. The second thing is if you want to attend the free live training that we're hosting this month, then make sure that you head to inspiredbrand.co forward slash free trainings to get yourself registered and signed up to learn all you need to know about marketing and business as a Pilates business owner. I will see you in the next episode.